time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Wednesday, September 7th. Uh, lots of news out today. Paul, there must be a conference coming up. You'd think, yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine what that could be. <laughs> On Monday night, gold shot up $17 per ounce from Friday's close, as the Mining Stock Journal said that data from India shows the country continues to import kilo and dory bars aggressively. Of course, as soon as Asia closed for the evening, the gold price was hammered lower in the phony paper markets of London and then New York. From Monday evening's open, gold ran from 1720 to 1737 before getting taken down to $1,711 where it settled. Silver followed a slightly different price path, rising steadily from Monday evening from $18 per ounce to as high as $18.45 before succumbing to the paper selling on the Comex and falling back below $18 to settle at $17.86. The Mining Stock Journal said it looks like silver rose in correlation with stock futures and then was sold hard in correlation with the sell-off in the stock market. The mining stocks opened Tuesday on the positive side before selling off in correlation with the metals and the stock market. The GDX fell 1.47% and the Amex Gold Bucks Index was down just over 1%. The Mining Stock Journal said that if India continues buying gold, and likely silver, hand over fist, eventually that demand for deliverable physical metal will force the paper market operators to let the prices of gold and silver breathe at least for a while. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. FPX Nickel announced the results of an internal engineering scoping study evaluating the production of nickel sulfate for the electric vehicle battery supply chain from the high-grade all-right nickel concentrate to be produced by its Baptiste Nickel project in British Columbia. The study highlights FPX's potential to develop the world's largest integrated nickel sulfate production facility, linking the company directly into the EV battery supply chain via the production of low-cost, low-carbon nickel sulfate over the Baptiste projected 35-year mine life. It said development of an integrated nickel operation at Baptiste to produce 43,500 tons per annum of nickel and nickel sulfate in the form of either crystals or solution. At this scale, Baptiste would exceed the scale of the world's current largest nickel sulfate producers. The study outlines a conventional hydrometallurgical flow sheet for production of high-purity nickel sulfate directly from Baptiste iodorite nickel concentrate without intermediate smelting or pressure oxidation. Anticipated capital costs are expected to be competitive with large-scale refinery operation recently developed by TerraFame in Finland. The proposed design would also yield a 650 ton per year of cobalt. 
FPX nickel trades on the TSXV under FPX and on the OTCQB under FPOCF. Arizona Sonoran Copper Company released assays from nine drill holes from the 14-hole expanded exploration program at Park Salia near its Cactus Mine project in Arizona. Drilling extended mineralization east by up to 300 meters onto the Bronco Creek land. Highlights included 162 meters grading 1.1% copper and 0.012% molybdenum in hole 84. Assays are pending on four holes and the company is also extending its current ionic leach sampling survey northeast of Park Salia, as well as eastward onto the BCE land. A third drill rig will begin drilling metallurgical holes later this month and a Park Salia resource is due in the December quarter. Arizona Sonoran Copper Company trades on the TSX under ASCU and on the OTCQX under ASCUF. Rio 2 provided an update on the Phoenix Gold Project in respect to the Atacama Regional Evaluation Commission's decision not to approve the Environmental Impact Assessment. On review of the Environmental Qualification Resolution, or RCA, Rio 2 has identified numerous discrepancies with factual and procedural matters in the RCA, which it believes provides grounds for a strong case for the decision to be reviewed in a non-judicial administrative appeal before a committee of ministries. After a thorough review of the RCA in collaboration with the company's external legal counsel and environmental consultants, Rio 2 maintains its conviction that during the environmental assessment process of the Phoenix Gold Project's EIA, the company provided all the information requested by the different agencies and addressed with the highest technical standards the observations raised during the process. Based on the findings of the RCA review, Rio 2's local subsidiary, Phoenix Gold Limitada, decided to exercise its right to file an administrative appeal before the ministry's committee and filed that appeal on August 31st. Rio 2 is of the view that the rejection of the project is not consistent with the environmental assessment process that took place over the past two years, and therefore the company believes there are strong legal and technical grounds for seeking the review of the RCA before Ministries Committee, which has the faculties to reverse the decision made at the regional level. The estimated timing for the administrative appeal process is approximately one year. Rio 2 does trade on the TSXV with RIO and on the OTCQX with RIOFF. In Ecuador now, Solaris Resources reported assay results from a series of holes aimed at growing the northeast extension of the indicative starter pit at its Barinsa project. Highlights included 124 metres, grading 0.82% copper equivalent in hole 66, within a broader interval of 622 metres of 0.42% copper equivalent starting from surface. Solaris Resources trades on the TSX under SLS and on the OTCQB under SLSSF. Sabina Gold and Silver made a formal construction decision to build the Goose Mine at its Back River project in Nunavut, Canada. All pre-development activities are completed and the company is ready for full construction to commence next year. Sabina arranged over $800 million Canadian of project financing package earlier this year. Of the $610 million CapEx, about $218 million is for direct equipment and materials purchases. Sabina has produced about 75% of these with an average overall inflationary escalation of 14% since March 
2021, with a 20% escalation on the purchases made in 2022. Sabina also submitted a proposal for the Back River Alternate Energy Center, which would allow it to install up to 13 wind turbines, a solar panel array, and a battery storage system, which would significantly reduce the project's greenhouse gas emissions, reduce traffic on the water ice road, and reduce the number of ships required. Sabina Gold and Silver trades on the TSX under SBB and on the OTCQX under SGSVF. Finally today, Calibri Mining reported additional high-grade drill results from its Pantheon North Zone within the Limon Mine Complex in Nicaragua, where it has an 85,000-metre resource expansion and discovery drilling program underway. High-grade mineralization now extends across a strike length of nearly 400 metres with consistent plus 15 grams per tonne drill intercepts over broad mineable widths. A recent VTEM survey identified two parallel 5-kilometre potential mineralised corridors with a strong correlation to the high-low resistivity contact demonstrated in the recent drilling and historical mining zones, Calibri has four rigs testing along strike and down-plunge expansion potential. Highlights from Pantheon North included 3.8 metres, grading 52.59 grams per tonne gold in hole 662. Calibri Mining trades on the TSX under CXB and on the OTCQX under CXB-MF. And that's it for the morning briefing. Please go to the Junior Mining Network for all the list of news out this morning. There is a lot more. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.